there are thousands of people doing the same job or maybe anything else that you are doing right now what is there in you that makes you different from others there must be something right what do you stand for what do you feel who are you why should people know about you that's your personal brand LinkedIn, one of the effective social media platforms, not only to land a job or an internship, but to connect, network, and build your personal and professional brand. Hi everyone, this is Nupur. Welcome to Ignited Spirits Presents Leadership Series. Today we have a very interesting personality who is an internationally recognized LinkedIn expert and ranked number one in New Zealand. author of linkability four strategies to maximize your linkedin success a coach trainer marketing strategist owner and chief copywriter at word visit a truly inspiring woman and a wonderful conversation full of insights on personal branding linkedin content networking learnings and many more you're going to take back a lot of insights from this talk so stay tuned till the end Bringing to you Mrs. Lynnard Johnson's story, the journey of leadership. Let's begin. Hello, Miss Lynnard. It's absolutely a pleasure to have you in our show today. I have been waiting for this episode to happen for a very long time, and finally, I'm glad that it's finally happening. Well, I'm very delighted to be here, and greetings to all our friends from New Zealand. I really appreciate that, ma'am. Uh, I want to start this conversation by asking you to share with my audience, especially the college-going students and the young professionals, about the importance of personal branding and why to have a presence on LinkedIn, even being a student. Right. Well, personal branding is something that is extremely important to all of us, and we all have a personal brand, even if we don't develop it or do much with it. And so, the absence of a personal brand is still a personal brand. So. There is a great deal of competition out there in the world today, whether that's for jobs uh, or to be um, to move uh, careers, to change careers, to get internships if you're just a young person starting out, uh, and as you get older in your businesses, there is a lot of competition. So a personal brand is extremely important, and that is how you come across to people. What kind of impression do you give? What sort of uh, feeling do the person or does the person come away with at the end of uh, meeting you, dealing with you, talking with you. And your personal brand can be everything from the way you look to the way you uh, talk to someone, uh, how you appear online, where you appear online, uh, how you write online, and also the way that you want people to remember you. So a personal brand can be everything. And it's how you stand up in public and talk. It can be how you uh, appear on a video, whether you have mastered that particular skill, and also how you will present in a meeting, because it's because um, it's important to be able to 
talk about your point of view and be able to debate and stand up for your point of view, it's really important that you know how to speak well. And so I think that is a, uh, a skill that needs to be learned very young. And the more practice that you have at that, the better you will be. Now, of course, the world has changed a lot in the last year. And so uh, the job market is very different. What people, how people work has changed. A lot of people now working from home. And so it's important to be able with your personal brand to move with the time. So I'm not suggesting that you create a personal brand now as a young person and then still be sticking with that brand when you become an older person, because you will change, your career will change, your life will change. And so your brand needs to change with it. But it's very important to start thinking about it now and start to work out what you want to stand for. So personal branding is also about your values and what you believe in. What's the most important thing to you personally? Um, is it your family? Is it your job? Is it the environment? Um, is it the world around you? So it's important, I think, to be able to know yourself quite well. And then once you really um, know what's important to you, you'll find that your personal brand will develop from that. 100%. I totally agree. Um, and could you also tell us about how to leverage LinkedIn to build this personal brand that you talked about? Sure. LinkedIn is an excellent place to build a personal brand because you can write all about yourself without anybody um, having any say in the, or saying you can't write this or you can't say that. It's all about you when it comes to personal branding on LinkedIn, on your LinkedIn profile. And I can't stress enough the importance of having a really good LinkedIn profile. And that's because when you go for a job or an internship, you want to change careers or even network with somebody, how will they learn about you before they meet you or talk to you? They will look at your LinkedIn profile. And the way that LinkedIn has changed in the last year means it's now a very visual platform because there are a number of areas on LinkedIn, including the featured section, where you can put videos, you can put photos, you can put website links, all the things that help you develop and showcase your personal brand. But it's also important that people can see from your profile who you are, again, what you stand for, what you do well, your skills, and also what other people think about you and what they say about you. And so what where that is important is in terms of your endorsements and your recommendations. And it's much easier for people to recommend you and to endorse you if you have a good profile. And so that means a good profile is all about being visual from the banner at the top of your profile to your, um, to, to your photo, your profile photo, and now, of course, your video, your 30-second cover story video, right down to the bottom of your profile where the recommendations sit. And if you've got all that mastered and all of that complete, then that really, in a nutshell, is what your personal brand is. But the one thing I like about, well, there's a lot of things I like about LinkedIn. But one thing I really like about it is that it changes. There's new things coming along all the time that just keep getting better and better. And so there is more that you can do with your profile now than there used to be. 
and it looks a lot better. It's not just based on words. It's now also based around um, <clears throat> images, photos, and website links. And I think that's something that's really important to remember is the visual aspect of it. Totally. And also I want to add one point here, like we also have to be very flexible and keep on ch changing our profile according to the what new changes are being added. That's very important. So yeah. I absolutely agree. Yes, indeed it is. Yes. And I do like the fact that you can keep updating it. You don't have yeah. to ask permission. Uh, you can just go ahead and make any changes that you want to on your profile anytime. But I think it's a good idea to keep up with what's available on LinkedIn so that because there are changes all the time. And so to be able to know what's the best thing to do requires a bit of experimentation. But I don't think that's a bad thing. And particularly for young people, um, you're just starting out in your careers and you're allowed to make mistakes. So uh, the important thing to remember, though, is to learn from them. And a really good way to do that is to learn to look at other people and see what other people are doing on LinkedIn that you really like and that you think works well for you uh, and then to um, to use that in your own profile so make sure that you have a good network that's important on LinkedIn and that you know a lot of people on LinkedIn and who you can look at their profiles and see what they are doing and experiment with that yourself. 100%. I totally agree. But the major problem, ma'am, I want to put it here is that most of us as students come across uh, is having a sort of fear of being judged, underestimating ourselves, of not having that right skill sets or sort of underconfident to write about something because of seeing the competition around which is prevailing, uh, people achieving so much and any, any kind of such reasons, right? So uh, they sort of try to have the fear to put out the, themselves uh, and showcase what they are really good at and sharing the knowledge in context to LinkedIn. So uh, what do you have to say on this aspect to the youth watching? All right. Well, first of all, LinkedIn is a very benign uh, platform, social media platform. So you don't get as many people giving you uh, a difficult time or being nasty to you on LinkedIn because it's a business platform. It's not like they can hide behind another name or a Twitter handle. Um, they are there so if, um, with their names too. So if they are judging you and making negative comments, then other people are looking at them and going, then you and judging them. So I, I think that take, um, take heart from the fact that LinkedIn is a very good place to be. But people will judge you all through your life. So uh, and, and social media just makes it easier really. But all of us, even older people like me, um, we've all been judged all our lives. And so here's what I'd say about that, is learn from your mistakes, but feel free to make mistakes and to take risks. Because if you don't, you won't learn anything. And it's really important to learn. And in fact, that's the only way you can really learn in life, regrettably, is to make mistakes. But the key thing is to learn from them so that you can move forward and not make mistakes over and over again which unfortunately um, does happen so as far as regards being um, people being judgmental about your knowledge and your skills LinkedIn provides a lot of courses that help you to learn various techniques and skills and you can get badges for them as well which display on your LinkedIn profile 
But I think that it's important to remember that that's not the only place that you can learn from. You can learn from other people. And LinkedIn is a very good learning environment because other people are sharing their knowledge and it gives you an opportunity to learn from other people who know what they uh, know their area of expertise as well. So learning from other people on LinkedIn, I think, is a really good idea. But I'd also like to say... The education doesn't finish when you leave university or high school. You learn all your life. And whether that is learning um, by doing and being out there in the workplace, uh, or whether that is learning um, from uh, tertiary education providers or even co doing courses as part of your job, we are all learning all the time. And even the people that look like they're the most successful on LinkedIn, they had to start somewhere. Sure. Everything has a starting point. Exactly. <laughs> now, yeah. if we really starts with the same with the first step. True, true. <laughs> coming to your book, that is, uh, I'm really excited to talk about it. The book linkability, the four strategies to maximize your LinkedIn success. <laughs> Firstly, congratulations, ma'am, for the launch. And I wish students from India should also take back the insightful learnings both from this talk as well as from the book, which I'll be putting in the description as well, the link. Uh, now, if you could tell us the major aspects of the book that you covered and is a must to be known to the audience right now. Sure. Well, let me start by telling you what the four strategies are so that you've got an overview of those. So the first one is uh, connecting, and that's about building a network of high quality connections. It's not about getting a lot of connections. It's about being connected with people who know who you are, who will say good things about you, and who can help you in your career. And it's how you go about connecting to those people and and building a relationship with them. And I know that that's not easy and it can be very overwhelming for young people to reach out to people that they perceive to be very uh, influential or have huge following, all of those kind of things. But just remember what I said, you have to start somewhere and everybody did start somewhere. Uh, so don't be put off by that, but not everybody will of course respond. So don't, but don't take that personally. They may be busy. They may just have, um, uh, just not have the ability to be able to reach uh, out to everybody who reaches out to them, if you follow me. So uh, I think that learning how to connect well is a really important thing and the and my major tip on that one is always 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 to send a personalized connection request so don't just send the default message you want to send a request to somebody with their name in it and a message that says why you want to connect with them you will be nine times more likely to get someone to say yes to you when you do that so that's connecting that's number one Number two is posting or publishing on LinkedIn. And I became a real fan of LinkedIn when that became available for everybody. And one of the things I like about LinkedIn is that it's a level playing field. So whether that's you or me, the person down the road or anybody listening to us, we all have the same advantages on LinkedIn in that the algorithm treats us all equally. Now, some days my posts will do really well 
well. Other days, nobody views them. Mm-hmm. And, there's, and the same will be true of other people. So mm-hmm. that's learning about how to post really good content, uh, doing it uh, regularly. So showing up every week to post good, quant- uh, good quality content that is not all about you. So you want to be sharing your knowledge and you want to be showcasing your skills and abilities through what you share with other people. Uh, And it's important to know about the different formats on LinkedIn because there are so many different ways to post on LinkedIn now. Uh, Knowing how to make all of those work for you is really important too. So I cover those um, in my book. Number three uh, is uh, direct messaging. I think I've missed one out, actually. Direct, no, engage, I have. Number three is engage. I don't even know the chapters in my own book. Isn't that terrible? Number three is engagement. And engagement is really starts when you first uh, reach out to somebody. So engagement is how you uh, interact with people. And we talk about it on LinkedIn mainly in terms of posting. So that's getting people to like or comment on your, on your post. And that's a very important thing. But it's also important that you like and comment on, preferably comment on, other people's posts because that's how you get visibility on LinkedIn. And one of the key things to success on LinkedIn is being visible. And so that's showing up regularly and doing a really good job when you're there. So posting well and posting regularly and engaging with people is really, um, really important. And number four is the direct messaging. And so that's uh, the direct messaging uh, function on LinkedIn is something that a lot of people don't use. And it could be used a lot better because uh, a lot of people don't even know, for instance, that you can send a voice message to a connection on LinkedIn um, using the mobile app. You can also send a video to people via LinkedIn. And there are a lot of functions like that that people don't use as well as they could be. Now, everybody receives email, uh, but not many people receive lots of direct messages on LinkedIn. So if somebody is active on the platform, a really good way to make sure that they know who you are is to send them a direct message. And again, it should be something that adds value and helps them, if at all possible, rather than just being about you. And it certainly should not be, please give me a job, because that's the one thing that's guaranteed to make sure people go delete Uh, And what you want is for people to respond to you and to build a relationship with you. So those four strategies, again, let's see if I can remember them, are connecting, publishing, engagement, and direct messaging. (laughs) So my book talks about all of those um, in, in a bit of detail and also has some strategies for people who are in different circumstances. So if you're just starting out in your career, if you're wanting to change careers, if you're looking to become a thought leader or be seen as an expert in your field, I've got some strategies for that too. Awesome. Now, ma'am, let's dive into your personal journey. Like you are one of the top ranked LinkedIn experts in New York, the coach, content writer, author, editor, and have experience in like many more avenues. Now, I want to know like how you engaged with the entire process of reaching this level and what was that strongest inspiring factor for you so far in this journey? 
All right. I think the overwhelming thing that's important for me is that I'm a writer, first and foremost. And I was trained as a journalist and I worked in radio and in publishing in the in my earlier years. And so when LinkedIn provided a publishing platform, I just grabbed it with both hands because that just seemed to me to be um, absolutely a wonderful opportunity. I've had my own copywriting business for 20 years. And I've in that in the time I've been doing that, I've seen a lot of things change uh, because, of course, um, I, when I grew up, we didn't have the internet and we didn't have the technologies or Zoom, any of the things that we just take for granted, like mobile phones today. And so the way um, I did things in, the, in those days was very different from the way that, of course, that they are done now. So it's very part of what's been important to me is to learn, is to uh, be adaptable and to change direction whenever it was required. But the LinkedIn um, kind of success, if you like, came as a bit of a surprise because I'd been sharing, I'd been learning about LinkedIn and writing about LinkedIn and sharing what I'd learned with people on LinkedIn and was very surprised all of a sudden to find that other people thought that I was an expert. Um, and of course, when somebody else tells you you're an expert, then you see yourself differently. And of course, you have to step up. You have to go, well, if somebody else thinks I'm an expert, then I better be the person that they expect me to be. And that means making sure that you know what the new changes are and what the effects will be of doing um, various activities on LinkedIn. But that also provided an opportunity for me to write my book, Linkability, which was in itself a really interesting uh, process. Because I, I, while I've written lots of things for other people, I'd never really done uh, written a book like this for myself. And I wrote it last year. And of course, we all know what happened in 2020. It was just the most awful year, um, although it's still going on, particularly in your part of the world even now. Um, and so there were some real challenges around that because you couldn't meet anybody in person to talk about it. It all had to be done um, online. And, and also, while writing is a solitary process, Writing a book is a collaborative one. If you're going to do it well, you need to have other people. You need somebody to design your cover, for example. Uh, you need somebody to print it. You need someone to uh, lay the book out for you. You need somebody to edit it and make sure it hasn't got lots of mistakes in it. So it's a process of working with other people. And I found that particularly useful in the sense that I had known about collaboration with other people at an intellectual level, but I'd never really experienced it myself in, in my own work, apart from working with clients, of course, but never in a way um, where you're working with multiple people at the same time. And I found that a really an eye-opening, a life-changing experience, really, learning that other people, firstly, were happy to collaborate with me, and second, that the benefit of that is that you learn so much and you can achieve so much more than if you just try to do something on your own. And so collaboration was something that uh, really came out of my book. And I'm not motivated by 
how many copies I sell. I'm motivated by getting the information into hands of people who can use it and use it well. And That's so whether they... Yes, indeed. Um, because we've all got books on our bookcases, uh, bookshelves, or on our Kindles um, that we've never read, that we've bought or been given and we've never read. And I think it's really important to actually be able to write a book that is uh, easily able to be understood. And as a journalist and a writer all my life, that's one of the things that I've always battled is people who when they write use lots of long words use lots of long sentences and lots of long paragraphs and make it very difficult for people to understand so I think writing simply and concisely is very important and that's a good tactic to remember when you're writing for LinkedIn because people are scrolling through the news feed and you need to catch their eye and if you've written a very long post the chances are to be fair people won't read the whole thing so it's important I think to learn how to write well um, and that's really the, the the thread that has taken me through my journey has been the writing. Right from the time when I left school uh, and went to journalism, uh, went on a journalism, uh, did a journalism diploma, it was called back then, um, and uh, then went and worked in radio. Because when you're working on the radio, you have to talk both quickly and also, again, you have to be concise. You have to get your message across very quickly. So it's been a long journey because I'm not your age, um, but one that um, during which I've learned a lot. And I think that's partly what's really helped me is because I can draw on my experiences of life. And when you've had lots of different experiences, some that have worked, some that haven't, um, but you can still learn from those. And then that helps you as you move forward. So I think that the writing has been very important for me. That's really insightful, like, to hear that. Now, ma'am, like, I want to share this aspect, like, in this era we are living in, we sort of fail to acknowledge our failures, as you mentioned, like, we have to learn from our mistakes and as such, mm -hmm. but we sort of fail to acknowledge those things and only try to glamorize the good part of it. So if you could uh, share your, some of your failures and the moments that you felt like giving up due to some external factor, if uh, any it was, if any, and the challenges that you faced during this journey that could uh, actually act as a learning factor for all of us watching right now. All right. Um, I think well, I've got several things that I think that are really important that uh, we, we tend to make mistakes around. And one of those is that we don't believe in ourselves. We don't have the confidence to take those risks that I mentioned earlier or to try new things because we fear of making, we fear making a mistake. But if you look at all the very successful people in the world, they have all made mistakes. And a lot of those people have made very public mistakes. Now, the kind of things we're talking about really are, are quite minor in the, in the bigger scheme of things. But accepting that you are going to make mistakes and learning from those, I think, is a, is a really, um, is really, really important thing. Um, as well, I think it's important to um, to adapt, you, I said that when I first when I first started, we didn't have the internet. Well, we had, didn't have a lot of things. But in my lifetime, 
the world has changed. And if you have a think about how much the world has changed, even in the last year or year and a half, it has changed almost beyond recognition. People are doing what we're doing today. Uh, we are talking to each other online via Zoom. Uh, we are working from home. We are meeting our friends in different kinds of situations like this where we are online. And all of our lives have changed dramatically in the last 12 or 18 months. And so being adaptable and open to change open to new technologies, open to new ideas, open to new ways of doing things, I think is, is really critical. And I think it would be fair to say that in my earlier years, I probably wasn't as open um, to some of those challenges as I am today, because I think the world's just changing faster and faster. And so if you, if you don't try to keep up, then you will fall behind very quickly. And technology is a, a very good example of that and making sure that you understand all the technologies uh, and the platforms that everybody is using, which of course are, there's getting more of them, more of them all the time, and it's getting it gets so crowded, doesn't it? But I think that's really um, important. Um, I think too that having um, the ability to be able to stand your ground, to uh, concisely talk about your ideas and to be able to defend them so that you feel that you have the confidence when you are with a group of other people to be able to uh, to say what you think is right and is important to you without the fear of being shouted down or being told that you're no good or that you're not good enough or that you um, that you're wrong now people will tell you those things there's no question because that's what life can be like but it's having the courage to know that that doesn't matter that other people's opinions are just opinions uh, and you have opinions too and you believe that they are right and other people have opinions that they might believe are right too but have courage in your own convictions and believe that you know um, what is right for yourself and make your decisions based on the right thing for you, I think is really, um, really important. Um, one more thing, I think it's important to be yourself uh, and not to try to be someone that you're not. So authenticity, which is a very overused word, I think is important. So that who you are comes across as part of your personal branding who you are is um, the person that you are seen to be, whether you are writing on LinkedIn, you are hosting a podcast like you are doing, uh, or you are meeting somebody for a coffee. The same person comes through all of those activities. And I think that that's an, a person who needs to be uh, empathetic and who listens well, who understands what it's like to uh, walk in another person's shoes. And to really be able to um, be approachable. I think that if you try to put up barriers, then that can put people off. But if you are approachable, 
without being someone who gets walked over all the time, I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying that you need to be open uh, to approaches from people and that will help you to develop yourself, your brand and your network with other people because then people will feel that they can talk to you and they can share things with you. And that's how you learn and also how you grow your network and you develop friendships um, that could last all your life. So being approachable, being authentic, um, having confidence in yourself, and taking risks. Those are the things that I think um, are challenges that everybody faces and that perhaps we, um, we don't take as much notice of as we should. I mean, this is something I, I would say this is a power-packed learning experience that you shared. And I'm pretty sure that most of us would have taken a lot of insights from this. Thank you so much, ma'am. Like, I really appreciate your time, taking out your time for, for this stand. Thoroughly, I totally thoroughly enjoyed having this conversation and knowing about your journey. And I'm pretty sure that these insights that you shared are would be highly valuable and help the young youth, young professionals, anyone watching this as well. So it was a pleasure having you. Well, thank you very much. It has been my pleasure to be here and I'm very grateful for the opportunity and I would welcome anyone who is listening to this if they would like to connect with me on LinkedIn or to follow me. Please do get in touch because I'm always happy to share some ideas about LinkedIn. And thank you again for the invitation, Apur. Thank you everyone for tuning in till the end and you can check out the description for the link of the book I'll be putting and don't forget to subscribe to our channel. Stay tuned for our upcoming episodes. Mm -hmm.